0: Well, good morning, friends, and welcome to our 11 o'clock service on this the 18th Sunday after Pentecost, World Communion Sunday, which we love so much. It's good to be uh, together. Uh, well, thinner a crowd than usual today. We were packed earlier, so uh, people are coming, it's good. Welcome uh, to those of you in the room. Many more we know joining us online. Uh, it's good to be together in God's house. Some of you are visiting with us. We're, we're really honored uh, that you came here. Uh, And we hope that you'll leave us some contact information. We'd love to reach out, begin the process of befriending one another. Uh, We hope you will come back uh, one of these days. Uh, My name is James Howell, and I am up front this morning with my friend and colleague, Reverend Taylor Pride Barefoot.
1: Good morning, it's so good to be in worship with you all today. This is such an exciting time in the life of the church. There's so much going on throughout the month of October, all of which is in your bulletin. So we really encourage you to look at that. One thing we want to invite you to join us for is next Sunday at 2 p.m. in hope to lot. We're going to have a blessing of the pets um, and the animals. So that'll be a great time for us to be together as a church. So let us continue on in worship and fellowship together. Let us continue to raise our voices together as we affirm our faith with the Apostles' Creed, which is found in your hymnal on page 881. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried now as we pray our prayer of confession in the safety of our church community. Gracious God, we carry anger in our hearts we cannot release. Our past regrets continue to shame us with pain. Scarcity binds our hearts from generosity and growth. Give us courage to choose you in the face of temptations. Set us free for joyful obedience and faithful witness. Open us to a future of peace, hope, and love with you. Amen. Church, hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love to us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen.
2: The epistle reading is Philippians chapter two, beginning with the first verse. So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any incentive of love, any participation in the spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do not from selfishness or conceit, but in humility count others better than yourselves. Each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God as a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. And being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even death upon a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now, not only as in my presence, but much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. This is the Word of God for the people of God. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God.
0: Billy, thank you for this uh, reading. You know, scholars uh, believe uh, this passage uh, actually was an early Christian hymn. I tried a picture of those early Christians. There weren't many of them, and they were endangered already. They're gathering in... Homes uh, across Asia Minor and Greece, and, uh, and they would gather together. And th- this is one of their first songs. I try to imagine what do their voices sound like. Did they make harmony? What was the tune? It's a beautiful thing. They were singing uh, the unusual, uh, weird, shocking news that that for them God wasn't just God, God, distance, and God wasn't you know like those. Uh, pagan deities that, that were, you know, sophomoric and, you know, getting angry and hurling thunderbolts at people and so on, but their God came down. Their God humbled himself and became a servant. That God came lower than the lowest place that we can even imagine, that, that, like that's where God comes. It, it's, it's such a beautiful thing. To me, it's kind of a Paul's take on John 3:16. 16. Um, I think Billy Graham made John 316 everybody's favorite Bible verse, you know, and it's, it's a good one. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. I think that we shrink that thing down and make it mean less than it was intended. We, we think it's sort of, well, God so loves me uh, that uh, he gave his Son, namely had him crucified uh, for the forgiveness of my sins uh, so that I can have eternal life, right? It's way bigger than that. And it begins with, God so loved the world. Not just God loved me, but God loves all the people. God God loves the strangers in other places. God loves the people who are difficult to get along with. God loves the world, like, you know, the rocks and the trees and the rivers. St. Francis of Assisi taught us how to love the world that God loves. St. Francis could look at a flower, a fish, a bug, a spider, a mountain whatever, and they were his brothers and his sisters. We are one family with all of that. It's a beautiful thing. God so loved the world that he gave his son. It was not just the cross, it's the whole story. In Philippians, Paul says he was born, he was born. That's the beginning of our salvation is that God, this is so amazing and other religions don't have this and I, I wouldn't pretend to judge them at all, but it's a cool thing that we have, we alone have is that God didn't remain remote, but God, God, it's astonishing. God did what each one of us did. God, God began his palpable story in, in his mother's womb. Right, that's how your life began. You were in your mother's womb. Nobody even knew you were in there yet, including your mother. But there you were, a little microscopic, next to nothing. God did that and grew there and then was born so that he could enter into our life and experience what we experience and redeem us not from some distance but from the inside out so that he would fully understand and embrace and and redeem this life that we have here it's such a beautiful thing it's all about humility according to paul god humbled himself that's how god loved the world god humbled himself and then the question is if god humbled god's self (laughs) then how could we do any less how could do we do any less than be humble humble's hard to come by c.s lewis said uh humility isn't uh, thinking less of yourself it's thinking of yourself less like i like that it's not thinking less of yourself, but it's thinking of yourself less. It's not humiliation. It's being humble. It's being curious. It, it, it's doing—how do you say it? If, if we're humble, we don't do all these things that have become so popular in America, right? If we're humble, we, we don't judge other people. If we're humble, we don't think about me and my rights and what I've—we don't, we don't do that. If, if we're humble, we don't think I've got to get ahead. We, all, the, all that America stuff. If we're humble, we never pass judgment, including on our— Selves, right? For God to love the world, how did God love the world? What does it mean for us? You know, one thing where we can begin today is that God doesn't um, insulate us in some kind of protective bubble. I talk to people all the time; they become gravely disappointed in God. Why? God did not protect me or someone I love from harm. The Bible never says God's going to do that, and God doesn't shield us. God's like, in the Bible, God's like a parent. You know what? You'd be a bad parent indeed, wouldn't you? If you, I'm gonna lock my children in the room, nothing will ever happen to them. They're locked in the room. I know where they are. Nothing will ever happen. That'd be like the worst parenting ever. You, you open them up, you let them out, they gradually go out. They gotta go out and make their own mistakes. Sometimes, as a parent, you think, why do they have to make so many mistakes? But it's just a thing. And God, has, God gives us space. God gives us space. We aren't insulated. And, and terrible things then happen, right? I mean, just lately, I've been rattled by, I mean, good grief. Uh, I have a friend he was uh, running out on Sharon Road and got shot by a total stranger. That kind of thing shouldn't go on in the world. We had a funeral a little over a week ago for a 43-year-old mother of three children. Her husband and in-laws were here at the last service. Terrible thing. I had a funeral Friday of this week of a 61-year-old, one of our trustees here at the church. He's doing great, man of great joy and life and vitality and just died. Frederick Buechner said, the world is beautiful and terrible. That's just the reality of it, the world is beautiful and terrible, and that is the world that God loves, and that is the world that we have to love, because it is beautiful and terrible. We have good cause to love, but then we really need to love, (laughs) don't we? Uh, God so loved the world, Uh, Annie Dillard love her writings uh she points out that that god just d- had does this did god, god can't try new can't stop trying new things I mean god could have said here's one kind of food and that'll do here's one kind of tree all trees will be alike here here's one color of skin that, that'll be plenty <laughs> here's one bug that'll be enough bugs you don't really need more bugs do you But God just keeps creating new things. God makes, you know, a blowfish, and God makes a a centipede. Those are so weird, aren't they? And God creates a hummingbird, and God, God just can't stop making stuff, mountains, people. Look at the diversity of people. We don't all look alike. God just dazzles us with God's creativity. The word Annie Dillard uses is profligate. God is profligate. God just can't stop being generous and giving God's self away and making new things. And that's why we have good cause then to be generous. <laughs> like, not to be stingy. God wasn't stingy. We can't be stingy. We, we give, we give, we give, we go beyond. Like, we're never stingy. It's a beautiful thing. We praise God for creation. I think the uh, crown of creation, like, for God so loved the world, What's the best thing that God gave us? And you're probably trying to fill in that blank yourself. And let me suggest something you're probably not expecting. Maybe the best thing God gave us is dinner. No one guessed that, did they? But dinner's pretty cool, isn't it, right? You, you, you come to dinner, and, and dinner's, you know, sometimes there are people that uh, they're difficult, you pass judgment on them or whatever. Uh, but if you have dinner with somebody, that, that kind of changes, doesn't it, right? If you regularly have dinner with somebody, you're not, you're not going to judge them, you're not going to wonder about them, you're not going to think you're better than them. If you have dinner with someone, man, it just, the whole equation changes. God made it that way, and, and you've got to learn to be you know, like, kind of baseline holy at dinner like you know you pass the potatoes you know people don't have to reach across the table can you pass the potatoes yes you don't grab the last biscuit <laughs> you don't get up from the table before everybody's done well some people do but they should not and it's a meal and you share it and everything changes like god made it that way and that's why god gave us this like of all things for God to say, do this. Jesus didn't give a lot of commands, as it turned out. Jesus didn't say, do this, do this, he didn't do that much. He did say, do this. To knew the meals are uh, transformative. I was thinking uh, recently, I am um, always thinking ahead on sermons, so a while back, uh, Lisa and I were watching television. I'm not a great television watcher. And if Lisa were here, she'd tell you that I tend to fall asleep watching television. I usually don't fall asleep, you know, if it's a uh, Duke sporting event. I would say last night, though I wish I had fallen asleep. Anyway, uh, one night we were watching TV and I did not fall asleep. We were watching Ted Lasso, and Ted Lasso I John Lennon saying, we're more popular than Jesus. I mean, I wonder if Ted Lasso is more popular than Jesus. I was talking to a guy recently who was saying, I don't to get to go to church very much. And the conversation drifted to other places. Then he said, man, the newest episode of Ted, like, he's totally going to get Ted Lasso, but he can't make it to church. Anyway, it's fine. It's fine. I get over these things. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, Ted Lasso. We're watching it, and it's season three, episode seven, and you can go back and check it out. One of the best Ted Lasso episodes ever. If you for Sam, who is, he's just, I mean, he's just the most adorable, he's the cutest player on the Richmond football team. He's just absolutely uh, wonderful. He's from Nigeria, uh, and he has a, r- a restaurant there in Richmond. Uh, And it's run by a woman named Simi. So he goes by the restaurant one day, and Simi is all upset because she's been watching uh, the British Foreign Secretary on the news uh, making just racist, hostile remarks toward immigrants. And she's an immigrant, and it it scares her, and she's upset about it. And so Sam tries to think what to do, and he thinks, I'll use my position as a famous ball player, and I'll tweet something against this. So he does that. And there's always somebody out there, isn't there? So the night after he sends this tweet opposing the foreign minister, somebody comes by and vandalizes his restaurant, breaks all the windows, destroys all the furniture, uh, throws all the food out. It's just horrible. And so Sam goes by, Sammy is devastated. He's devastated, and he thinks, I'm getting out of the restaurant business. I, I, can't, I can't keep doing this. It's just too painful just the hatred that's out there his father though about this time ola comes to visit from Nigeria and his father sees Sam in his tears he's so upset about the restaurant and his father counsels him he says you you can't give up you can't let evil win you have to keep going he says you have to forgive you have to forgive So sam decides he'll go on so he asks his father he says come with me to the restaurant it's a mess there's a lot of work to be done but when he and his father get to the restaurant turns out his entire team has been there all day and they're from all over the world right you get it they're from all over the world and they've come and they've already fixed the place up they've already replaced windows they 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 fixed furniture or brought in new furniture and the rest is pretty much ready to go and he's so moved by what they have done the graciousness they're coming to fix his restaurant that ola who's a fabulous cook says i will prepare dinner for everyone and he whips up this exotic fabulous meal and they sit at the table and just have the night of their lives and when i saw that i thought world communion world communion you have people from all over the world sharing in this meal after a terrible thing has happened the world's beautiful and terrible and the world can only be saved by beauty and it's the beauty of that meal it's the beauty of this meal i am moved by world communion I, I, I don't know if you are but i want you to be it's absolutely amazing. I think about world communion. It started way when I was still asleep, right? It started, you know, way totally different longitude, you know, over there. Started in China and has been sweeping toward us for hours. And I think about people. I travel a lot, and when I go, I'm going for you. I'm, I'm representing you. So when I have communion somewhere, like you're, you're with me. Something about Christians I've had communion with in China. Some of them I know they they were imprisoned and Christianity was illegal, but they held to the faith, smuggled Bibles and all, and then Christianity became legal, even if it's under the watchful eye of the government worship now and and they have communion i've been there with them the, the longitude after longitude we come to kenya we have our zoe ministry they're orphans they have no hope at all but they're they're being mentored and given small business loans and they're doing great you see the joy emerging in them and i've had communion with them and i come to liberia i preached in liberia a few years back in an ordination service we ordained 90 men they only do men, and those men today are celebrating communion. And you go to all over England, you know, the birthplace of John Wesley, our founder. It keeps coming toward us, started on the East Coast. You know, by now, World Communion has come to, you know, down in McAllen, Texas, and Reynosa, Mexico, where we do work on the border. You know, there are immigrants there. Whatever you think about immigration policy, these are God's children. We, we don't hate them or resent them. We break bread with them. I've gotten to do that. It'll make its way to the West Coast. And I'm moved by that. We're part of something bigger. <laughs> right? It's not just about you, kind of me and my little world and where my family has a meal. That's great fun. But we're, we're part of this bigger thing, and it blows our minds, and it expands our hearts and our minds. We become one with God in the thick of all of that. It's what Jesus intended for us. such a wonderful thing. The other thing, though, is that uh, the fixing up thing. This guy didn't just say, well, you know, call us when the restaurant's better and the meal is ready. They came and they fixed the place up and there's always so much fixing that needs to be done out in the world. It's why we're building these habitat houses. We're building a whole neighborhood, 39 homes for people that don't have a house to live in. The kids are growing up out on the street, but they're going to have a home, they're going to be homeowners. owners. <laughs> like, we fix what is broken. It's just such a privilege to be part of the church. It's what we do. We, we don't blame, we don't condemn, we don't judge, we don't fault somebody else ought to be doing something. We, we, we got our hands dirty. We say. We, we're going to fix we're going to fix things we fix it. what a privilege to be part of jesus work when they say you know whoever believes in him shall not perish i mean in the bible belief isn't just okay okay jesus died for my sins i'm forgiven it's that but it's so much more when we say we, we believe in jesus is we're saying you know, like we want to party we want to join in your project <laughs> We want to be part of your work in the world. Uh, we, the people that are broken that you care about, that you love, we're, we're going to love them for you. We're going to be your hands and your feet. We're, we're going to fix what needs fixing. It's such a beautiful thing. And let me add this. In closing, I think a World Communion being across space. It's all the way across the world, hemispheres, all of us together today. It's such a beautiful thing. But it also extends across time. God's church extends across time. They're those, gosh, people who died long, long ago, or maybe recently, people that you've loved and lost, people that you maybe have only heard of who were great people at some point. I was really rattled this week for some reason. Sarah Stevenson, one of the giants of our community. I've had the great good fortune uh, to be good friends with sarah her son sammy used to sing for us here for years he died way too young uh back in 06 but sarah started worshiping with us and came here for years and years and she was 97 people say oh she was 97 she was a giant she she made she changed charlotte she changed children's lives like we're gonna miss that we need somebody else to step into her gigantic shoes, but, but she is one with us at this feast today. The young mom that we lost, the trustee that we lost, people that you have loved and lost, they're, they're all with us. They are feasting at God's table. We have a share in that here. So hopeful, it's so beautiful. God did not count equality with God a thing to be He humbled himself. He came down and became a servant. He became a servant. He became one of us. Wow. <laughs> wow, such love, such humility, such wonder. That's a God that you can love. That's a God that you can serve. Thanks be to God.
3: Friends, let us go to God in prayer together. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord Almighty. We gather because you call us your own. We gather because we desire to grow in love with you and with our neighbors. We gather because we want to encounter your grace-filled presence in our lives and in your world. Humble us always so that we may seek more of you. Lord, may we become more faithful as you are so faithful to us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. In this world, we encounter beauty and joy, moments of love, service, fellowship, and laughter but we also witness the loss, pain, tears, grief, and sadness. We celebrate with our siblings and share your presence with your world in times of our joy and in times of our sorrow. Help us to remind one another of your everlasting faithfulness and goodness in our lives. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We offer our failures before you, seeking your forgiveness, trusting in your mercy. We wish to live in peace, yet we often harm others. We wish to grow in generosity, but scarcity often paralyzes us. We wish to forgive others, but our past memories continue to haunt us. So may the good news and the assurances of Jesus always be greater than the sum of our past wounds and traumas. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We lift up families and friends who grieve as we've said our earthly goodbyes to our loved ones, families and friends of Jeff Burgess and Frank Timberlake. We give thanks for these friends who have finished their course in faith. And we give thanks because you have graciously received them into your heavenly home. And in all things, in all places, and spaces, and times, help us remember your eternal presence with us, always with us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I invite the ushers to come forward, and today we celebrate Carter's Build, where we as a community of faith, Build homes for our neighbors and friends in our area. We have over 40 volunteers from our church joined by so many others who will do this wonderful work together. We remember God's generosity as we celebrate your, our collective generosity. Let us receive our morning tithes and thanksgiving. Lord, bless our gifts so that they may touch lives in need and become roots of justice in the world for the sake of Jesus Christ, who sends us out in love and in whose name we pray. Amen.
0: we come now to the great feast of our lord's table in the united methodist church all are welcome at our lord's table if you have a pulse you're welcome at jesus table it's who he wants to come anybody who's broken needing the grace of god such a lovely thing uh, the uh, we'll begin with our prayers of consecration we'll give spoken responses today they are printed on pages 15, 13 and 14 at the front of your hymnal if you don't know those i'm sure many of you do uh, and then, after the leaders receive, uh, the ushers will guide you in coming forward. You can receive in several ways. Uh, there'll be two lines that will come. Uh, somebody will hand you a piece of bread. You dip it gently into the cup, return to your seat by the way of the outside aisle. You can receive kneeling. Uh, we also have these uh, lovely uh, gluten free and COVID friendly packets. Uh, and you can have one of those uh, as well if that uh, is something that you see. So let us come this day with uh, joy, with expectation, uh, knowing that we are one with Christians all over God's good earth and through all of God's good time with all of God's people. So let us join together now in the great Thanksgiving. The Lord be with you. And
4: also with you. Lift
0: up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God
4: it is right to give our thanks and praise
0: it is right and good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you father almighty creator of heaven and earth you made all things and called them good you created us in your image even even when we rebelled against your love you made covenant with us to be our god and our king you spoke to us through your holy prophets and so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven we praise your name and join their unending hymn holy 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 lord God of power and might. Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you, and blessed is your Son, Jesus Christ. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, the Lord Jesus took bread. And after he gave you thanks, he broke it. He gave it to his disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup. Again, he gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples, and said, Drink from this, all of you, for this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts of Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ has risen. Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ that we might be for the world the body of Christ redeemed by his blood by your spirit make us one with christ one with each other and one in ministry to all the world until christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet through your son jesus christ with the holy spirit in your holy church all honor and glory are yours almighty father now and forever amen and let us boldly pray together now as our lord taught us to pray our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name I should add that uh, for those of you who are worshiping with us online, this is the body and blood of Christ given for you and so interesting. Today we have 130 middle schoolers preparing for confirmation who are at Iwanata having communion also. God's grace is so, so very good. So friends uh, be seated and let the ushers guide you. the body of FRIENDS, LET US JOIN TOGETHER NOW IN THE PRAYER AFTER COMMUNION, WHICH YOU'LL FIND PRINTED IN YOUR BULLETIN. LET US PRAY. ETERNAL GOD, WE GIVE YOU THANKS FOR THIS HOLY MYSTERY IN WHICH YOU HAVE GIVEN YOURSELF TO US. GRANT THAT WE MAY GO INTO THE WORLD IN THE STRENGTH OF YOUR SPIRIT TO GIVE OURSELVES FOR OTHERS. IN THE NAME OF JESUS CHRIST OUR LORD, AMEN. Of our risen Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with each one of us both now and forevermore.